We are back. It has been a couple months. It's been a long couple months of offseason football, but the chumps are here. It's not season one anymore. It's season two. We're back. Same uh, same host is back, Joe, uh, the owner of a Stack Attack, the 2023 champion to be soon enough. Um, we got some other chumps in here. I'll let them introduce themselves, starting with our commissioner, Dan. Welcome back, boys. Thanks, Joe, for putting together this pod again this year. I am Dan, the commissioner, a.k.a. the guy who gets all the shit from everyone in the league. And I am the owner of Abusement Park because all of my players are felonies. I mean, not felonies. Jesus Christ, we're back already. Felons. <laughs> Mid-season. All my players are felons. They like to beat up. They like to shoot. They like to speed, crash, kill. You name it, they do it. So that's where that name comes from. And now I'm going to kick it over to Bitch Boy, Bitch Boy Vach. I forgot you had rugs. Yep. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. Camara Mixon. Literally mean machine. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Um, sub fellas, happy to be back on the pod season two. Uh chump season, what are we, eleven now? I think eleven, yeah. And yes. Um owner of Bijan Mustardsons. Uh Happy to have my rookies and not have to look at a bunch of picks. Now I have some players on my squad that could score me points. So uh, we're ready to go, and uh, we're ready to take the crown this year. Yes, sir. The pedophile's locked and loaded. Very nice. All right, DJ, turn on those lights, buddy. <laughs> no. Nobody's home. <laughs> Never. He's literally so broke he can't even put on his camera. Yeah, but – yeah, DJ's here. Uh, what the hell? Uh, I gotta look at my team. Uh, what am I, Mayor of the Hookers? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's my team name with my two rookies being incorporated there. That probably won't see the lineup this year, but yeah, we uh we got Calvin Ridley back, and uh, let's hope he stays off of Fanduel. I think super underrated the the not only the matchup of the week but probably the team name matchup of the week. You have the mayor of the hookers against the inglorious Staffords. It's pretty epic stuff. And then we got the defending co-champ in the building. What's up, Dookie? What's up? How we doing? How, how does it feel to see Steve now with the trophy? Now you have to ship it over for the other half of the year. I think we all know it deserves to still be here, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Stevie Stevie with his Mickey Mouse ring, but he won't ever let it go. All right, so here we go. We got a couple things on the agenda. We got a quick off-season review, uh, week one power rankings and reactions, um, week one matchup previews, and then we're going to finish with one hot take for the 2023 season. That could be either a player team and so forth, but we'll get to that at the end. Quick off-season review in chump season. So off-season-wise – some interesting stuff. Obviously, we had a um, a, a couple of uh, big trades that went down, um, most of them involving Landy. Um, his team got completely blown up in the offseason to the point where um, he's, Again. Now, he's now trying to go on the VACA, the VACA um, game plan of just trying to get Marvin Harrison Jr., but might not get yeah, him. But, but Vach was actually smart about it. Landy's just all over the place and changes his mind every day. Vach committed to it. Landy, on the other hand, who's that give up for Kyle Scott? Like, what the fuck is that, dude? Like, just make a damn trade. Stick to your mind. Stick to a rebuild. 
don't rebuild. Make up your mind. Yeah. I mean, like, there were some good offseason topics. Obviously, you know, we, we were we were uncertain if Sean was going to come back, but he did. I, we're actually really happy he did because uh, he's a pretty active member and uh, always puts together a competitive team. But I think the really big news was uh, the Landy Hardy saga for Garrett Wilson. It was I want to say it was like about a month ago. Hardy came out of the dark and basically said that um, Garrett Wilson's on the table and made Landy go absolutely berserk. I don't know if you guys hey, want to. Hey, Joe, real quick. Can you just send me the meeting ID? Hardy's trying to get in from his laptop. Of course. God. For this dial up internet. Do you think he has a script? Do you think he's ready to go? Oh, dude. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, I, put it in the, I put it in the chat. He, he definitely has his notes. He has dial up internet. I don't know what to expect from this fucking clown. I, yeah, I sent it in the group chat. If he, if he literally is asking for the link when he. No, no, he said the meeting ID. It won't let him in without the meeting ID. He oh, said. the meeting ID. Oh, yeah, just, just text him the meeting ID. All right, I'll text him the meeting ID. In the meantime. Uh, yeah, now we're back to our bullshit. Yeah, like, like what, do you, what do you guys think about the Hardy-Landy saga? I got to the point where we actually wanted to make it a bowl game rivalry between Hardy and Landy and call it the Garrett Wilson Bowl. Well, actually, ask Hardy if he thinks Landy's a real person. He'll be surprised by his answer. Yeah, Hardy, you know... Hardy might be one of the worst people to trade with. The absolute worst. And, like, we, we said this off camera about, like, a month ago, but he literally is, like, two different people when he trades. There'll be, there'll be one time where he'll be like, yo, dude, like, yo, that's a, that's a great offer. Like, yo, give me a second. Let me, like, let me take a day to think on it. Like, oh, you're, like, you're giving me some good pieces. And then literally the next day he'll be like, that's the worst fucking deal ever. You're such an asshole. You're ripping me off. I want Saquon Barkley. But... Vok, I gotta say that is the deepest cut fucking V neck I've ever seen. Yeah, it might be a little stretched out. <laughs> that shit goes to your knees. <laughs> Are you sure you're not tugging on your collar right now, dude? Why does Hardy need the passcode? Is he really? What is he dial up internet? Seriously, what is he doing? I mean, half our league is dial up internet. DJ doesn't even have his camera on. He has no lights. Yeah, but I'm in Are here, you? ain't I? Are you, gonna Are you like Jeffrey power? Dahmer, DJ? You sit there and you gonna have ways. power on his Wi-Fi to set his lineup? Because Christian yeah, Watson might not play dark. Nah, he's playing. No, he's not. No freaking way he's playing. You said Joe Burrow was not going to play at all, and he's not. guess what? He literally is going to play. So, I think Dookie's starting to get a little nervous with uh, his old heads. Yeah, oh yeah, the cup news was kind of wild. Cup going down. Wait, I was surprised about that. I was telling Joe earlier though, I'd rather them like, I'd rather them like keep him on the side until he's like hundred percent because there's no reason to throw him back out there. So he can come back, reach hundred percent, and pull it plus, again. I went eight weeks last year, and basically won without him. So, do you think your team when I get him, I get him know, back, like, everybody's gonna be scared? I feel like the the main reason why you stayed undefeated was main because your team picked up the slack in his absence. Like, do you think they're gonna do that again? It, it's a you know, it's a whole another year. I think so. Are we serious? I think my team has another year in it. Now, even though he might be one of the worst people to trade with, he's probably one of the best in terms of being prepared for the pod. Every time he argues with Stevie, there's absolutely no debate. Whoever wins that argument, it's always Hardy. Hardy's in the building. Hardy, introduce yourself for the season two, episode one of the Chump Pod. What's going on, Chumps? We're excited for 2023, baby. The Fortuitous Kingdom's back, and we're better than ever. We're bigger. And we got Garrett Wilson, who's going to be the MVP of the entire league. So uh, we'll start from there. Hardy, just go 
on Route 100 and roll down all your windows and go 100 miles an hour because your hair is atrocious. Yeah, dude, it's been atrocious. Hold on. I'm trying to reconfigure this so I can see all of you at the same time. Wait, hold on. Can I ask a question? Did you get that tattoo this year? Yeah, dude, it's not even done. I'm still getting it done. Holy shit. You want a full sleeve? And, oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Getting a little dragon. You know what I think you need to do? I think you need to get a tattoo of Garrett Wilson and put him on your forearm to complete the sleeve. Yeah, dude, maybe on the other side, I'll just make an entire sleeve dedicated to Garrett Wilson. <laughs> and then like, you send a picture to Landy every single day. Of Mount Rushmore of the kingdom's best players. Remind him of the player he can never have. Oh, dude, did he bother me for him in the offseason? <laughs> I know we were talking about it. That was like probably the biggest offseason news is the the whole debate between you and, and him as a, you know, whether you're going to give him a fair <laughs> deal for uh, Garrett. But yeah, it, it was, um, that was wild. Can you please tell us what he offered you, Hardy? Garbage, man. Uh, you know what? It's been <laughs> touched on before, but. A lot of the trades, and it's about at a 95% clip in this league, the offers are packaged, assorted garbage that can't help you in any way. I will say the most competitive offers I've received are from none other than Vok. I would give Vok the credit for just not wasting my time and putting things on the table that I don't doubt if he hasn't gotten sick of me by this point, which he may be, and I don't fault him for that. We will eventually get something done because there are just a lot of pieces that are being discussed and and things make sense on both ends. Um, but besides that, just a lot of a lot of players wasting each other's time uh, when it comes to quality. Quantity. I appreciate that, Hardy, but also fuck you for always bailing. <laughs> Hardy, do you know that Leonard Fournette is still your starting running back and he literally does not have a team? Yes, I took him out of the starting slot today after I made my roster legal. I had to make a couple cuts. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean legal? What the fuck did you do? Yeah, he's, he's over. He's two guys over. <laughs> oh, and you just took care of that? Yes, because it was going to be a game. Bro, he doesn't spend like $400 on fab like you do in a day. Well, I, hey, I got $10 back. I'm going to use it well. I put my waiver claims in. I'm ready to go. You're like one of those suckers for those stupid deals when Nike's like, if you buy four hundred dollars worth of products, you get ten dollars back and free shipping. Like that's you. <laughs> oh, dude, I think the the big kicker of that deal I just made wasn't Zach Evans. It was the ten dollars fab. But um, but yeah. All right, so we're moving on. We had the annual Cannons Power Rankings release. It came out. It's really just me just shitting on the league and and obviously hyping myself up in the in the in the process, but. I'm just going to read these rankings. We'll do a little um, reaction to it. So in my rankings, I have Duke coming out in first. Actually, I'll start from the beginning. I'll start from the beginning. 12th place came in. He's going to go 0-13. He's not going to win a single game. This is probably the worst team in chump history by a country mile. Hold on. I thought you had him beating uh, Landy. No, I didn't. I didn't. In the original, I think he did. Originally, I did, and then I said, "You know what? There's absolutely no fucking way. It's not happening." Hey, you got Josh Dobbs yeah. to play quarterback. You, you have him going defeated. Zero and thirteen. I have yes. I have the the worst team in Trump history. Lock it in. Yes, I do not see him winning a single game. I just his team is just so bad. He's starting Josh Dobbs as his only quarterback in a super flex league. I mean, Jerry Judy's his best player, and he's not. He's hurt. Like, unless Zay Flowers becomes, like, the next coming of Odell Beckham, then there's no way. 
So I have Landy. I I've came in at uh, the 12 spot in the 11th spot. I got Landy. All right. Landy at two and 11. I think he'll sneak a couple wins in against Cayman and Steve Recky. Uh, 10th place. We got Hardy at four and nine. Ninth place. We got Sean at six and seven. Eighth place. We got Emmerich at six and seven, seven. We got DJ at six and seven. Then we get into the playoff spots. I think Dan's going to get that six spot, eight and five. Ryan in the five spot, eight and five, but I'm hesitant on that. Steve at the four spot, nine and four. Me at the three spot, nine and four. Vok at the two spot, 10 and three. And then I think Duke's going to also be 10 and three, but he's going to get more points. He's going to be the number one seed. All right, fellas, I'm going to step away for a second. React. What do you think? Was I right on most of these? Was I completely wrong? Who I saw you- a hearty middle finger right away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's biased. It's, it's an attack. It's, it's really just disrespect to the kingdom. Like we've seen in this league before. And, uh, you know, I think my guys are going to have something to say about that. The hard part came today, okay? The end of training camp for the Fortuitous Kingdom. All right, that's the part of my job that I don't like is sitting the guys down who gave it their all and having that conversation that they just don't quite fit into um, the bigger picture. But now that the roster's been narrowed down and, and my guys are all ready to go, I just have to say that it's not me defending any part of my skill in a fantasy league. It's not defending what I think I've put together. It's it's just from the unbiased perspective that you should take putting in these rankings. You, you didn't treat the kingdom fairly and, you know, it'll be solved on the, the games played on the field, not on paper. So we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, I, I really thought that was at least a few places too low. All right. Well, yeah, I'll tell you that the committee just doesn't like the squad. He likes the receivers a lot. I mean, obviously the receiving core that you built is very good. But outside of that, it's really just what Lamar Jackson and some some other guys. You know, I have you only beating Vok, Landy, DJ, and Kame, and I have you losing twice to Dan, losing twice to me, losing to Emmerich, Steve, Duke, and Brian. What do you think you're going to be? What's your What's your prediction? I think you're going to see it on the field this week from the starting snap, and you got the Kingdom playing against Dan. That's anyone's game. So even to say that first week that Dan's going to take two games, go look at the projected on both sides of that, and then go look at the receiving core. Are you really comfortable with those standings off the bat? Yeah, what do you have to say, man? What's your opinion? I think if you even look back to me and Hardy's playoff game last year, the only reason I won is because James Conner got me a few few extra points. I won by like .5, I think. So, I think, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a back step this year and regress just because my team's a little bit older. Um, but I still think, you know, I'll finish about 500. All right. Do you, but do I you think, think, you know, rest with your defense? Um, not so much my defense, more my offense, you know. Defense does win games, but, you know, you need to score too. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I hear you. Do we have any other reactions to it? I know Vok might be a little pissed, even though he's ten and three. I think Vok thinks his team can go undefeated. No, I'm not pissed at all. I'm, I'm like, that's a totally reasonable one. I went through and I'm like, you know what? Worst case scenario is how many weeks do we do? Is it thirteen? Thirteen regular season. Yeah. yeah. I was like, worst case scenario is eight and five, and I think that will still get me in the playoffs. So, 
Uh, we're looking good. It's looking up from here. I'm happy that I could finally say that I have a playoff caliber team after uh, a Q, uh, playing for the future the first two years in the league. Uh, so I'm ready to go. I think 10 and 3 is very respectable. Um, I don't know if I hit that. I'll be very happy if I do because um, that buy is going to be huge for the playoffs. How do you yeah, think- but you also have a lot of rookies on your team. Don't they scare you even a little bit? I mean, sometimes rookies' uh, productions aren't always yeah, what they seem. Good point. I mean, beginning of the year, I think uh, maybe some rookie struggles. The, they'll get used to the NFL. Uh, they're all like high-end guys. It's not like they're uh, seventh-round rookies. I mean, they're all first-round picks. So I think uh, they'll get adjusted pretty quickly and be uh, difference makers for the squad going into the playoffs. Now, let, let's say you win the championship. Does your – opinion change because you're harboring a rapist on your team uh i mean if he gets me a chip it's all good i I forgive him dude that's the nfl's (laughs) motto as long as he gets me a chip you can be a raper (laughs) dan you can't be talking your team is full of criminals right but i'm saying everyone's like oh kamara's gonna get eight games i was like he's gonna get max four he got fucking three yeah he got three the nfl is very lenient you can as long as you as long as you don't like Ray Rice beat the shit out of his wife on video, and they gave him two fucking games at first. Yeah, but his career, his career did derail after that. Like, it was really bad after Well, that. no shit, as it should. I mean, there was a video of him literally dragging his wife's body into an elevator after he knocked that crap out of her. But the That's NFL doesn't care. The NFL's policy is as long as you win and as long as you get make us money, do what you want. Like, Ray Lewis killed a guy. Look at Ben Roethlisberger. The guy raped a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, I keep Scott going with this, too. God forbid you place $1,200 worth of bets. Yeah, see, and then you're out for the year. Alvin Ridley. DJ, let me ask you a question. So in the projections, I have you starting really strong. I have you starting at 5-2 and two, and then in classic DJ fashion, rattling off five losses in a row and knocking yourself out of the playoffs. What is um, that's favorite? Cayman. That's Cayman's fashion. No, Cayman's is just not winning at all. Period. No, because Cayman, there was a few years Cayman started six and zero, and then was like eight and or six and eight. I mean, I started off five and zero, I think, our first year, and then I lost the next eight. <laughs> so we're gonna learn from those mistakes. Uh, I saw you originally had me at seven and six, and then you knocked me down to six and seven. I did. I did do that. I gave. I I, uh, I switched a, a projection that we're going to talk about for our weekly matchups, but um, but yeah, I think I I think I'll I, I'm hoping for eight and five is what I'm I'm hoping for. You know, I got a bye week week seven, so that's good. Uh, I got I got lucky that if Kelsey doesn't play tomorrow, that that should help my matchup with Brian, but. It's going to be you – know, no, I've said it all offseason. My guys are boomer bust. Yeah, like how, how do you take that as a Mahomes owner that he lost Kelsey probably for this week and, like, he literally has to throw to, like, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Richie James, Justin Watson, like the most random receiving core. Like, do you think he can still, like, help you even if Kelsey – if it's, like, a lingering injury for Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, I think he could have me playing tight end, you playing one wide receiver and Dan at the other, and he'll still throw for, like, three – 315 and three touchdowns. What's he worth? What would you sell him for? Uh, I can't. Vok knows we came real close. True. We came I real close. I know. He just he he just didn't, didn't want to mm-hmm. wait. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could probably still get a good amount for him. 
I just got I got to find the right time to move off of him. That's that's what it's going to come down to. Hey, you might get that. So let me ask you a question, DJ. Who do you think is worth more fantasy wise? Are you taking Josh Allen or Mahomes fantasy? Because it's a closer debate than you would think. How old's uh, the age difference? I'm taking Josh Allen just because he gives you the rushing upside. I'm not sure the age difference, but I just want to know who would you like rather have. Oh, in fantasy or NFL, like regular? The fantasy, not NFL. This is a fantasy podcast. Josh Allen. But if you if you really want me to know who I think the quarterback one of this year is, it's Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is the quarterback one. Well, that's because he's like a QB like one and running yeah, back. You, you you watch the Super Bowl and the way they execute the quarterback sneak, like it's it's automatic on the goal line. They don't even need to give it to DeAndre Swift or anyone. Like just run it behind Kelsey and boom, touchdown every time. And if he gets like eight of those plus throws thirty touchdowns, I mean, dude, that's ridiculous. Well, wasn't Hurts QB two last year? Yeah, I mean he's a piece. I think he can be QB one. I think he can like. Oh yeah, no, no I'm saying it's not like a what crazy take to say he's going to no. be QB one. No, it's it's definitely not a crazy take. But um, all right, but let me let me get back to this. One more guy I want to talk about, Brian. I had Brian originally doing really well, and then class in classic Brian fashion, Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey. Right, boom! Both of them go down potentially for week one, and and who knows for trades how. Trades away, Mark Andrews. Trades away, Mark Andrews. God damn it! Like, will Brian fucking do it? Will he finally win, or is this just going to be another year of just disappointment from Brian? Because he's literally all in. Like, like, what do we think about Brian? What do we think about his outlook? I think the Mark Andrews trade was a mistake. Well, that was such a big now. advantage. <laughs> especially now. <laughs> yeah, now, it's like 2020, but yeah. having uh the the two the top two tight ends on your team, just so like you have that advantage over everybody. I mean, that was pretty sick. Um, so I think that hurt his team, honestly. That was a mistake. I mean, he, he did get Swift and Russell Wilson. So I could see like let's say Richardson sucks. Like he at least has Russell Wilson to back on and same with Stafford. Yeah, because Russ is so good now. No, like, listen, I just think yeah. Russell Wilson had a bad year with Hackett. I think with Peyton, they'll be a lot better. Just a more competent offense, competent coach. Yeah, but doesn't he also have – he also has Stafford. He does. I mean, well, Stafford, and I mean – You could argue, like, if Stafford stays healthy, he could ju- just be as well off starting one of his uh, – he's got a decent bench. Like, he'd start one of those guys over what, what he got Russ. His team is good, but it's like – Jonathan Taylor is a huge piece. Kelsey's probably his best player outside of McCaffrey. Like, is this kid going to compete this year? Or is it just going to be like, I'll make the playoffs and get bounced again, like classic Brian fashion? I don't want to shit on Brian, but like, shit. Like, he, oh, he has the worst luck, period, out of anyone in this league. Not even a question. And I think drafting Justin Blackman when he had no idea that he – was Justin Blackman suspended or like wasn't even in the NFL – it was something. Dude, that's I forget like, what it was. That's worse than Hardy not setting his lineup like three weeks in a row. That's that's just bad. But I don't know. We'll see. All right, so we're going to move on from the season projected power rankings. And, and remember, this is completely biased rankings. I just make them just to shit on people and to get stir the pot. But we do have some pretty good week one matchups. Um, we're going to go through them real quick. And – we have some – I don't know if any – well, Dan's playing Hardy. I know that. Um, 
I'm playing Brian. You're playing Brian. Well, I think we only got one matchup in this chat right now, but let's take a look at some of our matchups. So, obviously, starting tomorrow, week one of the NFL season, the Lions are going to play the Chiefs. That's going to kick off another year of the Chump Central League. We got some good matchups. Projections are already out. Actually, some projections have actually just shifted recently on Sleeper. Let's go through them. All right, so we got first matchup. We got Dan against Hardy. We got both of them here. So on Sleeper, Dan is projected. Actually, no, it's a 50-50 percentage tie right now between who, who's gonna, potentially going to win. Dan's projected out of 130 on the dot. Hardy's 129-28. Dan, what do you think is going to happen? And your defense – and your offense come ready to go week one? Um, I think I'm always a strong defender. Week one, last year I held Brian Mark Andrews down uh, below five points. So, And I was up by like five points something, and I held him to like four. I think I take it in a really close game. All right, Hardy, what do you think, bud? I think this matchup's going to be payback for the playoff, pushed by Dan last year at the end there. Um, I think you're going to see my wide receivers put on a, a clinic on the field, and I think you're going to have Lamar running all over the place. Going to uh, definitely pose a threat to Dan, and it's going to be tough to play defense against the kingdom in week one. Um, so, I, you know, I don't want to say that it's a done deal, but, you know. Do you, do you think an X factor for your team is your receivers, or you think, like, your receivers are granted to be good, and it's going to be, like, your running backs or tight ends that get the job done? Like, who's going to be your X factor in this matchup? I got to go with – Jimmy G. <laughs> How many points is he getting you? I got to say, Jimmy G, oh, he's going to go bananas at Denver. I get Sean Payton's squad. I, you know, I see him with a strong 22 for the week. Strong 22? Solid. Well, well over his projected 13. Say- also, also, did Steve not show up tonight because he can't handle the shit talking from my end? He can. Well, it, it's a known fact that whenever you two argue, you always win the argument. So I think he's just kind of given up on the pod. He doesn't want to get embarrassed. But honestly, I feel like Eric will probably send him a text, call him a bitch, and then he'll probably go on the pod, and then and then we'll. He'll probably him. he'll probably have four sheets and notes prepared with everything he could think of to take me down. Oh uh, man, are you flexing right now? Oh, oh. You I just dropped his chopsticks. It kind of looks like he's just like. No, he's, like, interesting one. he's catching flies. I'll take that as a compliment. Thanks, Dan. All right. Yeah. All right. So for our next matchup, we got a super high-powered matchup. This is probably the matchup of the week, arguably. We got Vok against Steve. Right now, Vok is actually projected to win uh with 135.27 points. Steve's projected at 134.13. So probably the two highest scoring projections in the league right now. Um Vok, what do you think about that matchup with Steve? Obviously, you kind of got the short end of the stick having to play Steve and Duke uh, your first two weeks. Oh, first of all, we have a little bit of a schedule gate part two this season. I, I We're doing the schedule live with Dan, and I'm like, Dan, just randomize it three times, and then whatever it is, that'll be our schedule. Hits it one time. Goes through everything, looks at his schedule, everyone that he's got to play twice, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> I'm stuck playing both of the co-champs twice this season. Uh, but, I mean, whatever. Uh, I'll go through the gauntlet. I mean, you got to beat the best to be the best. So it's what, it is what it is. Um, uh, but as of week one, I'm feeling good. I'm excited to see what the guys have to offer, what they could put on the field. Um, they are rookies, so I'm expecting not their – 
best efforts of the season this week. Uh, but it's I think being a retard. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Did you just, <laughs> you just call Vaca retard? No, I'm talking about my dog. <laughs> uh, He's kicking ice all around the couch. And he Dan can't. knows better. We got less than 10 minutes. Dan, who do you think sets a better fantasy lineup, your dog or Hardy? Dude, I don't know. This little he's got to be a little shit. Probably, probably my dog. What a sec. You have a response to the allegations of bullshit when it comes to the scheduling? Because if that's true, I'm playing under protest. <laughs> First of all, Steve and I were like, I'm just going to hit it once. And then I just went through. I didn't even look at my own team. I just scrolled to make sure every matchup was set. And I was like, all right, it's fine. Oh, I was like, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. If, no, I had, if I had I like Landy it. and Cayman as my first whatever, then you could say it's under oh, protest. The would be out. There would be a riot. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't even Where the fuck it. is Landy right now? He's uh, not real, remember, Hardy? Uh, he's probably yeah, watching. Yeah, that's, that's our new theory. We don't think Rand, we don't think Landy's real. We think yeah, he's he just watched, plays he's Landy. He's watching Garrett Wilson highlights. He's getting ready for the season. He's, he's getting ready to, to prepare his package. His trade for Garrett for Wilson. He's going to yeah. send me a new one in the middle of the night. Yeah, but I mean, Vox, Steve, good matchup, high power. They can really go either way. Um, we got Landy Duke. I mean, Duke, just in a sentence, bro. Are you gonna beat him? Next question, bro. Next question. I think the Duke. spread is fifty points. Yeah, I think Landy. No, I think I, I, think I actually got to fix my line. They, they put Coop at a zero, so I got to. I got to decide on who I'm playing. Yeah, you got to decide. All right, I'll, I'll preview the next one. This is an absolute atrocious matchup. We got Cayman against Sean. Sean's projected 116 and still has a 76% chance of winning, mainly because Cameron just set a jump record for the lowest projected points ever in a matchup, 71.9. I don't think he is. Take a look at this this roster. He does not have a quarterback in right now. He has Jamal Williams and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as his running backs, Jerry Judy and Zay Flowers as his receivers, Mike Gusecki as his tight end. Tyler Boyd and Sky Moore, his super or his flexes, and then he has Rondale Moore in the super flex. Um, we'll see if he actually puts in Josh Dobbs. If he doesn't, then he really is not going to win. But yeah, that that's the team that's going zero and thirteen this year, fellas. And just if, better hope Caleb comes out. Yeah, well, he's not. Okay. Um, all right, we got Brian and, and and DJ. So we talked about this a little bit. Obviously, it's a good matchup between two very uh, well named fantasy teams. But uh, DJ, what do you think? The projections have you guys 50-50. It has Brian by a little bit, but what do you think? Well, I think it's going to be big if Kelsey plays tomorrow or not. Because that'll he's then he's going to have to put in uh, Irv Smith, who will probably go for like 25. Either way, but because I think it's Kelsey's still projected like uh, 12 or something right now. But I think it's going to be close. He's got good skill positions. Um, and my guys are just gonna have to show up. All right, that's good. And then uh, I'll round it out with my matchup with Emrick. Um, I mean, I'm always biased. I'm gonna take it. I think I'm gonna take this matchup. I mean, obviously George Kittle is the uh, walking groin injury. He has another groin injury. This is probably year six. He's had a groin injury. I mean, at this point, I thought his dick would fall off, but yeah, he's questionable. McLaurin's probably gonna play. I got Pacheco. I have to play Pacheco Thursday, but. I mean, dude, I got my team name is a stack attack for a reason. My ceiling, my point ceiling every single week with Burrow Chase and then Lamb Prescott. You cannot stop it. I think this my team, this is the best team I've had in a long time since 2017 when I won. But um, yeah, I'm liking my squad. All right, we got about like five minutes left. So to wrap up the first pod of season two, 
one hot take for the 2023 season. It could be a fantasy hot take, a player hot take, a team hot take. It could even be a hot take about Roger Goodell if you really wanted it to be. All right, I'll start one hot take for the 2023 season. Najee Harris is this year's Josh Jacobs. I think he's a top five running back this year. Yikes. <laughs> I will die on that hill. I just like the – they upgraded the offense. He's healthy. He doesn't have the plate in his foot. I, I really think he has potential to be good. He's a stud. But um, And my hot take is Jalen Warren outscores Najee. I was gonna say it's hard to be it's hard to be, it's That's your hard to be a top five QB when you lose your starting job week seven. <laughs> you talk about Dak? No, I'm saying it's hard for Najee to be a top five running back when he loses his job week seven and Jalen Warren. Job, Jesus Christ! All right, uh, Vok, was that actually your take? Uh, no. Right, what's your take? Um, I'll say that. Uh, by the time the season ends, JSN is Seattle's wide receiver one. Holy shit. Okay. All right. Over DK and Lockett. All right. Dan, what do you think? One hot take. Bijan's going to be a bust. Ooh. Those are fighting words, bro. See, Vok is like, <laughs> oh, I know. Bijan. No, I have to say to you, Vok, I have to say this to you. He's growling, but you can't really hear him. Oh. Goose. All right, dude. Deuce. One hot take. Uh, I'm a big fan of Vox team. I think he's the team I'm going to be passing the torch to eventually. So I think he's going to make a real run this year. But keyword is eventually. Ooh, okay. Hardy, hot take. Okay. What do we got? I think Landy's team, also known as Osama bin Madden, is going to make some noise and shock a few people. Oh, this year. I think that Aaron Rodgers is, is going to put up so many points. He's actually going to make Landy's team competitive. And I think it's going to be a good rivalry all the way down the stretch between me and Landy, as it always is. Is he going to put up 60 a game? He's going to have to. All right, DJ, wrap it up for us. One hot take. I got, a, I got a good one. I don't think the two stacks on stack attack make it through the season. <laughs> what do you mean? They're going to get hurt or traded? Traded. I think you're going to dis, dis- bar some of them. Oh, so you think I'm going to go in a rebuild? Not a rebuild, but I think you're just going to shake some things up. He has tossed CD out there. Interesting. Oh, you never know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> now he's actually thinking about it. <laughs> he's like, "Ooh, what can I get for this?" But um, okay. All yeah, right. maybe you maybe you dump one of those guys for a couple of Landy's picks, man. You never know. Oh, something, oh something, here we go. Something happens. That's that's my hot take. That you, all four of those guys don't make it through the season on your team. I think you're just salty. I'm going to smoke your ass this season. Are you? You, you know my team's elite. Come on now. Are, are you going to smoke me week seven? Oh, well, no, 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 no. Week seven, I'm going to lose. Because the stacks will not even be existent week seven. They will be on buys. They will be in Turks and Caicos. Stepping on margaritas while I have to start. Uh, Michael Wilson and Rashid Shahid and Chig Okonkwo in their place. So Baker Mayfield, baby. Baker Mayfield, baby. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, fellas, this was Chump Season 2, Episode 1. Very good first pod. We will be back next week. Um, obviously, we're going to look forward to a good week one for the Chumps. Hopefully, some uh, some good results. 
week two, let's try to get a guest on. Maybe we can get somebody like, uh, I don't know, Eric can come back on again. I know Dan was talking about potentially getting some uh, former Iowa football players on for a potential guest appearance. Yeah. I got to text him still. I haven't texted him. I've been pretty bad at it. Right. Ever since I got this rascal. All right. Well, the goal is to get a guest on next week. We'll try to spice up the pod. Maybe Steve will come back on and uh, talk some shit to Hardy. But, um, fellas, it was an honor. This is Chump Pod, Season 2, Episode 1. Fellas, have a good night. Peace.